What's up design family and welcome back to another episode of Fitbyte, the mini-series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the Fit Design sportswear, graphic design, and manufacturing content you love and condense them down for you into easy-to-understand bite-sized pieces. On today's Fitbyte, we'll be evaluating all seven types of basic weave construction. If you guys know anything about textiles, you'll know that there exists two main families of textile construction. On one hand, we have knitted textiles, and on the other hand, we have weaves. But little did you guys know that by altering the ways in which we weave our textiles, we can have different variations and different characteristics of weaves. On this episode, we'll go through the seven key types of basic weaves that we see out in the everyday market, and by the end of this episode, you should have a clear understanding of what those weaves are, where they're applied, and what the advantages of each weave type is. Before we dive into the weave types, we'll look at weaving in general. So weaving is one of the most common methods of textile production. Woven textiles are formed by interlacing two distinct sets of yarns at right angles. The two sets of threads or yarns are called either the warp yarns, which run longitudinally, and the weft yarns, which run laterally. These are also known as the filling. The different ways in which we interweave these weft and warp yarns creates the different types of basic weaves that we'll be discussing on today's episode. We'll start off by considering the plain weave. This is the most basic weave type there is, and when it comes to the structure, this is composed of individual weft threads that pass over and under warp threads alternatively. This creates a criss-cross square pattern that gives the plain weave its characteristically subtle and plain look. When it comes to the appearance, plain weaves are typically flat with no discernible design. You can use yarns with different colors and different thicknesses to create distinct patterns, but this is not something that's typical of plain weaves. When it comes to the properties, plain weaves are extremely easy and inexpensive to produce, and they offer maximum yardage efficiency when it comes to the construction method. The yarn count and balance can determine the durability and longevity of these fabrics, and these fabrics could also have a high adaptability for finishing processes such as printing. Some typical fabrics that use plain weaves that we see in everyday use are batiste, cheesecloth, critone, gingham, percale, voile, and plaid. Number two, we have the basket weave. Basket weaves are structured using simultaneously interlacing two or more warps with one or more fillings, aka wefts. This creates a very balanced structure and one that gives a variation of a plain weave. The basket weave creates attractive checkerboard patterns and these are often using contrasting colors in the warp and weft yarns. This gives a stronger effect to the checkerboard pattern and gives the basket weave its characteristic appearance. Just like plain weaves, basket weaves are typically inexpensive to produce, they're extremely drapeable and they absorb liquids quite well. They're also reasonably resilient and flexible. However, they are more easily soiled because of their more open structure and that makes them less durable than regular plain weaves. Some typical fabrics that employ the basket weave structure are monk's cloth and oxford fabrics. Number 3 on our list of basic weaves is the ribbed weave. 
at its core, this is structurally a plane weave with distinct whales or cords that create this rib-like pattern. These are woven in with the warp or the filling yarns. This is a variation of the plane weave and it's woven with ribbed or corded patterns to give the characteristic texture and design of the rib weave. Properties wise, ribbed weaves always offer good drape and the prominent rib affects the durability of the fabric because excess tension can cause yarn slippage which can lead to the entire fabric unraveling. Some typical fabrics that exist that use a rib weave are bengalin, broadcloth, dimity, fail, poplin, rep, tefeta, and finally grogskate. Number 4 on our list of basic weaves is the twill weave. Structurally, this is characterized by 3 shaft or higher. The warp or the weft yarns float above 2 or more of their counterpart yarns. These floats are progressively stepped up in either the right or the left direction which gives twill its characteristic diagonal appearance. Left or right hand diagonals can be had depending on how you step up the warp or weft yarns. Variations of twill can include things like houndstooth, chevron, and this is otherwise known as herringbone, and these types of textures and patterns can be enhanced by introducing other colored yarns into the mix. Properties of twill are that it's strong and has a firm texture. It also has much better durability and resilience than traditional plain weaves. And it also allows us to develop more interesting designs because of the variety and the mix of yarns that we can introduce. It's also quite possible to develop a shine with twill, which can be an added benefit depending on the product. Some typical fabrics that we see in the everyday market that use the twill weave structure are things like denim, dill, gabardine, tweed, houndstooth, and lastly herringbone. Number 5 on our list of basic weaves is a fabric that needs no introduction, and this is satin. Structurally, this is characterized by 4 shaft or higher, and the warp floats in an uninterrupted diagonal. This structure gives satin its characteristic smooth and compact appearance. The uninterrupted diagonal is visible when viewed under a magnifying glass. This also lends itself to the properties of satin. It's lustrous with a remarkable drapeability. However, the uninterrupted diagonals have the possibility of snagging. Some typical fabrics that employ the satin weave structure are satin, slipper satin, crepe, back satin, and finally, duchess satin. In the next category of basic weaves, we have the sister fabric to satin otherwise known as sateen. With sateen, structurally, we have four shaft or higher. However, here, instead of the warp floats, we have the weft floats. And these weft floats are what create the uninterrupted diagonal threads. Appearance-wise, it's a variation of a satin weave. Therefore, it matches its look almost identically. It's smooth and compact. Properties-wise, it's also lustrous with remarkable drapeability. However, you can get the possibility of snagging the floats, which can unravel the fabric and undo the entire structure. Some typical fabrics that we see in the market are in the name. Sateen is the name of the fabric, and it's one of the only fabrics that employs this weave structure. Last but not least, on basic weaves, we have our crepe fabric. 
Structurally, crepe is a combination of plain weaves and satin or sateen weaves. Appearance-wise, we get a textured, crimped, and crisp surface with an irregular and indistinct pattern. It has an interesting texture that properties-wise will give it a good strength, drapeability, durability, and resilience. However, the levels of these resilience depend on a number of factors, such as fiber, yarn, twist, structure, and overall compactness of the yarns used. Some typical fabrics in the everyday market are granite, moss crepe, sand crepe, and finally, wool crepe. To conclude, weaving is one of the most common methods for creating textiles, but that doesn't give the full story. Depending on how the weft and the warp yarns are arranged, we get a variety of different weaves, and in today's episode, we discuss the basic weaves that exist. If you guys enjoyed this video and enjoyed the technical side of textile production, please let us know in the comments below. Your feedback means the world to us and it really helps us enhance these podcast episodes. Please consider leaving a review and tune in every week for a new episode of FitBite where we take bite-sized pieces of great fit design content and condense them down for you to accommodate your busy lives. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of FitBite. Until next week, stay awesome.